to another episode of Access Ability. It's a show on YouTube where I talk about the video game industry, accessibility and representation. Basically, how can we help more people to play games and more people to see themselves in the games they play? One thing that many of us take for granted in video games or other forms of media, or even just in everyday life, is the ability to recognise faces. For many of us it's how we recognise people in general. You might see someone in a place that you don't expect, or in an outfit that you've not seen them in before, but faces have a lot of identifying information, they're very high in detail, and usually they're how you recognise a person, or for most of us anyway. However, that isn't the case for everyone. There are people out there who struggle, or in some cases, find it impossible to recognise someone based on their face. Prosopagnosia, also known as face blindness, is a condition that you can either be born with or develop later in life, sometimes as a result of a head injury. Basically, humanity has developed a part of the brain that is specifically focused on recognising faces. We have other bits of the brain that recognise complex patterns, but this bit is just for faces. And if the facial recognition part of the brain isn't working how it's supposed to, that can make it really difficult to recognise faces. For some people with prosopagnosia, it's still possible to recognise faces given enough time and other bits of context clues, but it relies on the parts of the brain that do complex pattern recognition in general that aren't specialised, and it can make it difficult, if not impossible, to recognise a face without outside information to help. Today on Access Ability, we're going to talk about prosopagnosia. We're going to talk about the things that you can do in terms of general game design that will make your characters more recognisable to people who don't recognise faces. We're going to talk about dedicated settings you could implement that would help those players. And we're going to talk about existing accessibility settings that would be really useful in helping make sure that people can keep track of who a player is without having to recognise their face. For many people living with prosopagnosia, due to their difficulty recognising faces, a series of other aspects of a person or character are often important in helping to place who a person is. For some living with the condition, faces are recognisable only if seen in a familiar context, meaning that interactions with a person in an unexpected setting or at an unexpected time may prove difficult. So how can game designers make their games more accessible to players with prosopagnosia? Well, before we look at dedicated accessibility settings, there are some overall design considerations to keep in mind that may help. If there's an NPC in your game who can always be found in a certain location, and they happen to at some point show up out of the blue somewhere else at a different time as a surprise, bear in mind that this will for many be a key cause of them failing to recognise that character. Notice these moments in your story and make sure that you make them a priority with any support measures you work on. Similarly, if identifying features of the character have changed, such as them arriving to meet you in a wildly different outfit to usual, this may be particularly tough for players with prosopagnosia to recognise. Even just changing a character's hairstyle, or having their face get dirt on it, can make them much tougher to recognise. When thinking about accessibility support for those players, these are some of the kinds of situations you should be particularly aware of. Moments where the character's non-facial appearance has changed considerably, or where you wouldn't usually expect to run into that character. In terms of character designs, many people I spoke with with prosopagnosia noted that diversity of character designs, outfits, and exaggerated appearances 
all add towards making games more accessible to those with the condition. Games with unrealistic cartoonish art styles often allow for more exaggerated differentiation between characters, which means that there's often less reliance on complex facial recognition to recognise who a character is. Does your character have an easy to recognise silhouette? Do they have huge, unique hair? Do they always appear dressed in a big trench coat? Do they always strike a pose when entering the scene? For players with prosopagnosia, it's going to be much easier to recognise the difference between two exaggerated anime characters of different heights and different neon hair colours than it would be to recognise who's who in a game full of realistically modelled 30-year-old white men with short brown hair and stubble. And even if your game is going for a more photorealistic art style, body type, age, gender, and skin tone diversity all really help to make your characters more recognisable for players with face blindness. Diversity of cast is already a great and important thing, but this is an added benefit to overall industry trends towards diversity. Basically, diverse casts are easier to tell apart. Cartoonish exaggerated characters are easier to tell apart. Character design changes may make characters tougher to recognise, and seeing a character outside of their usual setting may make them tougher to recognise. With the discussion of general game design trends out of the way, let's talk about some more specific things that game developers can be doing in terms of settings to help make their games more accessible to players with prosopagnosia. When it comes to making characters easier to recognise for players with face blindness, one of the most simple yet important things game developers can do is provide multiple ways for the player to check the character's name in real time. There are several ways you can do this, some of which already exist in games, and some of which are ideas for the future. Some games, such as The Last of Us 2, include options to include speaker names in subtitles, so that the player can check at a glance who the character currently speaking is. Other games, such as Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney, allow the player to pause the action and look up a glossary that includes faces, names, and short bios of who the character is. This can be done at any time, which is important for keeping track of who characters are. It's also important that, if your game doesn't contain something like a real-time accessible glossary, that you make your game at the very least pausable easily during things like cutscenes. As a last-ditch effort, even if you're not doing anything else to support players with face blindness, Allowing the player to pause the game at least lets them stop and Google a character name or a list of characters with images on their phone so that they can work out who you're talking about. Other options games could implement that would help players with prosopagnosia include settings to place character names above their heads in scenes, similar to how Cyberpunk 2077 places overheard lines of dialogue from NPC above characters' heads in the open world. You could also have a dedicated subtitle option that allows just character names and bios to appear when a new character enters the scene, or offer players the ability to show character names when looking directly at the character or mousing over them. Other possible options which can help and are worth thinking about include putting flashbacks in story modes when a character is reintroduced after a long absence to remind the player who they are and when they were last important to the plot, or even just including a glossary in a pause menu where players can read about the character and remind themselves what their plot significant was and w which series of events they were involved in. Lastly, one other accessibility setting that is accidentally useful for some players with face blindness is dedicated volume mix sliders. Players who struggle to recognise faces can sometimes find voices more memorable, and as a result may wish to turn non-dialogue volume down so that they can more clearly hear the differences between speakers and recognise characters that way. When it comes to making games accessible for players with prosopagnosia, 
a lot of the solutions are really simple. If you make sure your cast of characters are diverse and that they're not just all generic mid-30s white men with scruffy hair and beards, that's going to be a lot easier to recognise. If you have art styles that are more exaggerated, that could really help. If you vary outfits and you vary voice types, if you find things that aren't the face to vary, that really helps. Sometimes it's just a case of making it really easy to pause and check someone's name and remind yourself who they are. Sometimes it's just a case of being able to lower everything but the voices so you can hear better. Make sure that the things that differentiate your characters, outside of the face, are easy to check. Make sure that you can find out someone's name really easily. Make sure that someone's face isn't the only clue you're giving them to go, that's who you were talking to a minute ago. Face blindness is a lot more common than most people realise, and so many of the solutions just rely on designers and developers remembering not everyone recognises a face. Make sure that you give alternative options, and most of it is just common sense. 